Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, a podcast where all we do is win and the podcast everyone's talking about. I'm joined by the man, the myth, the icon, Garrick Wright. <laughs> to whom? <laughs> <laughs> well, to all our fans and all of our listeners, you're an icon. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we're on this side of the Super Bowl <laughs> and the Pro Bowl. That's right. <laughs> There's no more football for seven months now. Yeah. Is there another league? I think there are some leagues, XFL, USFL. Yeah, yeah probably not that interesting. No. 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 Yeah, it's, they've tried football leagues in the past. They don't seem to work. So. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty much college in the NFL. So. Hmm. Or high school, if you're uh, That's you right. know, so one of those coaches. Yeah. We know yeah. what they're like. <laughs> take high school football in, college, or in Texas. Yeah. That's yeah, a big, big deal. Yeah, they're probably a lot better than we were. No. Yes. <laughs> well, Garrick, we've got a few things to discuss. We've got a dictator in Canada... Mm-hmm. We've got war in Europe coming out, or maybe there is no war. Maybe it's just a war in our president's head. <laughs> We've got the Clintons spying, as, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two transgender swimmers competing against each other in women's contests. Isn't that interesting? Well, that is a little bit interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go around the horn. So, Garrick, before we get into that stuff, just some quick things here. I wanted to ask you about grocery shopping. Okay. Now, I get people go grocery shopping on, you know, you know, like Saturday morning on Sundays and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they go shopping for the week and stuff. But my feeling is by Sunday at 3 o'clock, you should be heading out of the, the grocery store. I mean, if you're making dinner that night, you know, for your family or stuff, like, what are you still doing in the store at middle of the afternoon? I mean, I think well, at some point you got to start cooking, right? So... I don't know why Wegmans is always so crowded Sunday afternoon like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, some folks uh, like to, well, they don't have to cook for their family, and so they just kind of go in and buy what they need for the week. They just get fast food. Yeah. Prepared <laughs> food. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just... You know, I figured, like, even if you weren't cooking for your family, I don't know, it's Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, you kind of want to be home, and you're getting ready for Monday, and... Yeah, maybe uh, it's for people that, you know, don't want to think about being depressed about Monday coming up, and... But, I mean, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's... Yeah. So, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well with that, Garrick, there were some people still wearing masks... Mask yeah. mandate in New York has been lifted, at least for the time being. Of course, it could always come back. It sure could. And if it did, I know people would be good little soldiers yes. and put up the mask on. But there's some people who have even gone beyond good little soldiers. They are going to continue to wear it. Do you think that... I mean, do you think that they're just going to wear masks forever? Uh, I, I think they'd like to, yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Uh, you know, it's just so embarrassing to see. There's an old lady at church that wears three masks. <laughs> I think she's... Uh, I knew that she was liberal before. I, I I don't think she's actually a Christian, even though she goes every week, but 
Um, well, it's yeah. hard to be liberal and Christian. I, I don't see how you can reconcile the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it's just, I, I wonder, like, even a year or two years or three years from now, you're going to still see people wearing masks. Like, it's just going to be part, like, some of the Asian countries have that. Like, it's just going to be the way of life for some people. Yeah, it, uh, it could be. Um, it's hard to it's hard to think that the uh, uh, oligarchs will let this go. So I, it's hard for me to imagine that they'll just say that they'll never ask for mask again or mandate it again. So um, I guess we'll we'll see. But yeah, there are definitely people people in New York and people in California. They like being told what to do, yeah. how to live their lives. And Joy Behar from The View. Yeah. Says she will mask indefinitely. That does not surprise me. <laughs> People on Twitter were like, thank God for that. We don't need to see Joy Behar's face anymore. <laughs> Can we put a gag in her too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Joy for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the mask just says, you know, we talked about part of a liberal identity and unfortunately some people are just going to be like that from now to the end of time so yeah it's embarrassing i wouldn't talk to them if i were you folks that yeah. uh don't wear masks i i, I think they deserve to be shunned yeah. in our society yeah that's too bad we don't well we don't really have that like in asian countries but yeah, we need to start doing it we should shun all liberals <laughs> be hard they run all of our institutions <laughs> right. yeah it'd be kind of hard in new york <laughs> yeah it'd just be you and me talking yeah. like we are right now <laughs> guess things wouldn't change that much yeah well garrick this was another interesting uh factoid over the weekend a man by the name of jean-luc brunel <laughs> a good friend of jeffrey epstein who was in prison uh is now dead in prison <laughs> Well, the odds. <laughs> <laughs> he allegedly committed suicide. The, the cameras in the French prison were not working at the time of his death. Wait, they really need to get some good working cameras in these in these prisons, especially around people who know Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so here's just the way I'm thinking about it. It's got to be that Epstein had a global network of well-connected people that are all guilty, like the Clintons. And I don't know who's taking them out, but somebody is taking them out, and it's a cover-up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's just... I, I don't see any other explanation for it. I wonder what's happening with uh, Ghislaine. Uh, yeah. Who, by the way, she uh, her trial was over in a snap. Nothing ever came out. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's very, very quiet. Um, I wonder if they said we we're going to kill you if you say anything, so. I don't think they had to say anything to her about that. I think uh, she knew that that was the deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. It's so, it's so cool, like. Yeah. This is like one of the most interesting <laughs> stories yeah. that there could be. It's like, it's amazing that the media doesn't, well, I know people say, oh, the media doesn't want to talk about that. It's like, well, 
Yeah, I'm sure that a lot of the people there are implicated in it too. Yeah, so. <laughs> the cover up is amazing. Yeah, it's it's really like one of the coolest things yeah. ever. Uh, it'd be fascinating to see one day if it all gets released and whose names are on there. I mean, I'm, I'm Bill Gates' <coughs> name is probably on there. Oh, probably. Yeah. Well, just keep reading the Gateway Pundit. That's probably all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the truth. So. Well, speaking of truth or untruths, we've talked about Leah Thomas in the podcast before. Uh, yeah. The uh, transgender swimmer from the University of Pennsylvania who walks around with her dick in a locker room in front of the other girls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she's been winning all these competitions, but ironically there's another transgender swimmer for some other college that's also winning. Yeah. And now the two transgender swimmers are competing against each other for the finals in the women's tournament. I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time I've ever wanted to watch women's sports. <laughs> <laughs> when men are playing in it. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, but it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> see who wins that dick measuring contest oh. <laughs> um, well Matt Walsh who we talked about before he's gone on Twitter now he's kind of saying like how come there's no outrage from this like how are you a parent of a daughter your daughter has been practicing her whole life to be competitive at this sport and you now have two men who are competing and no one says anything yeah I mean uh, yeah I read that he, he was talking about that and um yeah, he makes a good point. It's like, you, know, you can you can complain. People from the Daily Wire can complain about it. But it's like, I guess if the when the girls on these teams are just going to kind of go along with it, and the girls competing against them are just going to go along with it, there's no boycott of it. It's like, right. I guess it's just going to continue. Right. Um, yeah, I guess so. You know, like, I, I guess I could boycott watching it but I never started so <laughs> and now it's such a freaky thing like I said now I kind of want to watch it so yeah. that's probably only going to encourage and uh, but it is what it is I yeah I, I don't know yeah it's uh, it's something I mean it, it's obviously they don't want to say anything because the, the parents because they're worried about being criticized for discrimination and being uh uh, transphobic and all this other kind of stuff, but sure. The only solution I see to it is there has to be group action. It can't just be an individual. It's got to be a collection of people who are rising up. Yeah, I mean there are, you know, you have these girls that kind of leak out things like, oh yeah, you know, uh, watching out this dick out, <laughs> and yeah. uh, <clears throat> oh, you should see the the. You know, everybody feels this way, uh, yes. and all that's like, all right, well, like I said, if but if you're going to still suit up and go out there, I, I don't know what to tell you, right? Um, right. yeah, oh, there's not much of a feminist movement to this, no, it's almost like there's a death of feminism now, at least, like it's been hijacked by a transgender LGBT like movement, like there is no feminist movement anymore. Yeah, there's not not much of one. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought that feminists were were tough 
tough women, but I guess yeah. men who think they're women and therefore can be feminist by also have but also have the strength of a man. Right. Yeah, that's like even better than just being a woman feminist. And so they're like a transgender feminist liberal activist as opposed to just a woman feminist yeah. liberal activist. Quite uh, quite a few labels there to work through. So. Yeah, no, I, like it makes sense in my mind, but I'm not sure that it comes out that way. <laughs> Bottom line, the transgender... Uh, community is a force to be reckoned with. They certainly are. They certainly are. And uh, Hell hath no fury like a woman with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God almighty. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'll have to go on my sports betting app and see if you can bet on uh, Leah Thomas or the other one to win. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> I wonder what the odds are. Yeah. Well, when you were a man, what were your times? Uh, now you're a woman. So. What about Leah Thomas versus all the other women? I bet it's. I bet they don't bother betting on it. <laughs> <laughs> Leah Thomas always wins. It's a sure bet. <laughs> this is the greatest woman swimmer ever. Just, yeah, I just. It's amazing to me that, well, like you said, they're a force to let reckon with. So, yeah. Now Leah yeah. Thomas is a fucking freak and should be put to death. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say it, but I know other people won't say it. If you, if let's say you were the hypothetical, of course, this is all for you know entertainment reasons. Uh, let's just say you were uh, like a prison guard, or prison executioner, and you had to choose people's execution. Oh, like, you I know, wish. back in the Middle Ages and so, how, how would you, you know, take someone out or torture someone? Well, you know, Thomas, I, I guess I would do it pretty quickly. I'd do a firing squad. <laughs> uh, okay. But um, with the people that, people that okay out in the NCAA and the coaches, it would be a very slow, painful death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Well, there I think is like one of those like Guinness, uh, uh, not a factory. What's the word I'm looking for? Like like a museum. I don't forgot where it was, but anyway, in this museum they showed torture devices in the Middle Ages, mm. and those people were really fucked up back then. <laughs> yeah. But one of them was, they took like a, almost like a clamp. And they'd stick it in your mouth, and they would just slowly raise it up and yeah. up and up and up, so that just your your skull just ripped right off from your head. And, oh, jeez! Yeah. Wow, that's like saw stuff yeah. right there. Yeah, man, oh man, <laughs> that's weird, crazy stuff. It's it's pretty amazing. We we uh, <laughs> if if we actually had picture and video evidence of things that happened back then, we'd be like, eh, Hitler wasn't that bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was another one that uh, they, like, sewed up people's private parts so they couldn't urinate, and then they somehow exploded from the inside. It's, just, it's like, oh, my God. It's wow. Just, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
Like I said, they were messed up people back then. Whew. A bullet would have been, or a beheading would have been a... I, I would have taken beheading. Yeah, yeah. it would be, be over quick at least. Yeah. Um, I remember reading Killing Jesus by Bill O'Reilly. He was talking about uh, Tiberius something or other, uh, the Roman king at the time, right. emperor. And uh, apparently he was a, just a disgusting fat mess with <laughs> maggots crawling all over his scrotum and stuff. Oh. Like I said, he would, he would have um, boys uh, brought in by his guards and dressed up like fairies to dance around. He would rape them and then yeah. he'd have them thrown off the cliff uh, to die. And, um, yeah. It's like, wow. It's amazing to me that God hasn't <laughs> brought upon fire and brimstone yet. <laughs> if that doesn't speak to his mercy, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't know if that was the same guy who was who would bite the, the genitals of the the children. Oh mate, I'm I don't I'm know surprised. if it was a different Roman guy that he was a Roman emperor who would who bring in I think it was young boys, and he would just munch on their dick and their scrotum and stuff. Oh, oh! And the Romans thought it was totally fine, apparently. Oh, well, you know, Hillary Clinton doesn't seem that bad. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could be doing it for all we know. So, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> oh God! Well, that was a diversion I wasn't planning, but anyway. Those are the best kinds. Right. So, well, Garrick, speaking of dictators, there is a guy in Canada who's a dictator, Justin Trudeau. Yes. And uh, this is pretty amazing to me. Justin he, Castro. <laughs> we'll get to that. He, okay. <laughs> he basically comes out and says, anybody who's protesting, we're going to seize your assets, we're going to freeze your bank accounts, and we're going to basically arrest you with, without due process. Apparently, Canada has no constitution that matters. Um, I wonder what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I guess the thing that's sort of funny is they accuse Trump of being like this, but it's actually Trudeau and the liberals, at least in Canada, who are like this. Yeah. Um, but do you think that anything like this could happen in the U.S.? Uh, or do you think it's already happened in the U.S.? Uh, I mean, do you, do you see any similarities or... Uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, I think... Yeah, I think that... Um, the, the... There's a movement towards, like, a social credit score. Right. Um, and... Yeah, I read about this in The Great Reset... Uh, by Gwen Beck and Justin Haskins. And, uh, you know, you have these ESG scores, environmental, social justice, and governance mm -hmm. scores for mm -hmm. companies, but they also have them for individuals. Yeah. Um, private companies do. And so things like, you know, if you don't have the right uh, investments, if you're not doing the right things for the environment and all that, then uh, it, you might not get a loan for, from a bank. Right. Um, so, yeah, in a sense, it's uh, 
yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, your 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 financial freedom is under attack. I, I think it's already in the nascent stage, but it's I'm I'm sure that uh, pretty soon it'll be obvious that yeah. nothing changes. And, and people have pointed out the reason you haven't heard any world leaders condemning Trudeau is because they all want to do what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow, that's so great. So you can actually get people to do what you want them to do. <laughs> um, and, and run around the Constitution. But, uh, you know, on the plus side, though, the protesters in Canada, they've seemed to achieve somewhat of a victory, but... Trudeau is deeply, at least according to his recent polls, disliked there, and there's being protests all over the country. So, looks like at least some people are waking up there. Yeah, um, let's hope. The you know the unfortunate thing is is that he never even got a majority of people. He didn't even come close. And right. Their system. He only got like a third of right. the vote, and right. but was still able to win the. Uh, prime minister yeah. uh, election so it's um, I don't know it's like, do elections even matter is democracy under attack <laughs> it's under attack from uh, progressivism but sure. anyway why don't you share with our listeners the uh, the rumor about Trudeau and his father yeah so uh, his his bio well okay so his father as uh, stated as understood was a Canadian Liberal Party premier, some bullshit back in the 70s. Right. And was, uh, you know, kind of a big deal, big deal politician in Canada. His wife, you know, Justin's mom, was a big fan of Fidel Castro, uh, and they did make trips to Havana. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she had there are pictures of uh, his mom with Fidel and uh, you know they're very chummy together and um, so the idea is that is it possible that um, Fidel Castro is the biological father of Justin Trudeau <laughs> and um, you know I have to say it uh, his his dad, who is the Canadian uh, politician, he doesn't look a lot like him. <laughs> uh, he, there's something about his cheeks and his eyes that's like, okay, I could see it maybe being Fidel. Fidel, yeah. by the way, if he, you know, had he shaved and, um, you know, worn decent clothes, he actually would have been, <laughs> been a gentlemanly-looking, handsome man. <laughs> um but he decided to be a communist scumbag. Right. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, there's there's that. But underneath that scraggly beard was a pretty handsome man. And uh, it's... Hey, I'm not saying that I buy it, but uh, I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> underneath your clothes, there's an endless story. Shakira. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought of that <laughs> when you said underneath Castro's clothes, but yeah. Or what well, you said some, something like uh, underneath, or underneath, the, underneath that, I don't know. Something the like the that. beard. That's the scraggly right. beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where you got But that, that brings me to another thing. <laughs> I, I remember uh, 
when that song came out and uh, I forgot it was being played maybe on the radio and when she said underneath the, my clothes there's an endless story my mom heard and she said no oh, you wouldn't want to know mine <laughs> certainly explain Trudeau's authoritarianism. I mean, can you imagine having a family, a mother that would love to communist dictator? I mean, Trudeau's going to be totally fucked in the head. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so even whether it's from blood or, or what, I mean, yeah. he certainly had the ideas of communism bringing up broth in his bring, upbringing, I should yeah. say. Well, we'll see what happens and hope that uh, Canada corrects itself. At least there's some sign there's people fighting back. Speaking of fighting, Garrick, maybe war in Europe. Oh, yeah. At least according to Joe Biden, Joe Biden says Russia is going to invade the Ukraine at any moment. Russia says they're not going to, and Ukraine doesn't think they are, but Joe Biden does. Yeah, and the American media does. and um, right. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's wishful thinking on the left for some reason. They really want a war. I don't know why. Uh, I remember when they used to hate wars. Right. But uh, that's not the case anymore. It, it has to be, I, like we talked about earlier and you know, off, uh, off uh, the record here, is it's got to be politically related. You know, Biden's so damaged politically that they think the war would help him. But I don't see how they could believe that. But that just must be what it is. I, yeah. Yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe if we actually got into a really bad war with, uh, with Russia, people would say, oh, yeah, well, asking us to wear uh, face masks, right. yeah, that wasn't that big of a deal, I guess. Yeah, well, uh, one thing that's, I, I almost fell over my chair laughing is apparently uh, Biden sent Kamala Harris to Europe. <laughs> sent her to the Ukrainian border. <laughs> well, she hasn't even made it to the southern border yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, do you imagine that you know you're Putin or these European diplomats and Kamala Harris walks in? I mean, they just got to be laughing hysterically inside. Yeah, I, I, it makes me wonder, like, why? You know, what what is what is Putin going to? Do like these people are so embarrassing. Like, if he doesn't, if he doesn't gain a whole lot of ground while these people are in office, I don't know. Yeah, then he's totally ineffective. Right. <laughs> well, one of the things about Ukraine that I'm sure no one really knows because no one really cares about Ukraine is that the uh, eastern part of Ukraine is all Russian-speaking people, mm. and uh, they're very favorable to Russia because they believe themselves to be Russian, or at least related to Russia. Um, hmm. And, you know, Putin doesn't want Ukraine to be part of NATO. But the thing that no one's really mentioned is that Putin had four years under Trump to invade the Ukraine. Nothing happened. Why, was, why would he choose now? Why would he choose? Maybe because he sees Biden as a weak person? How, how can anybody see Biden as a weak person? <laughs> 
I mean, he likes to yell at certain reporters. And, no, that's true. He's tough in that regard. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. look, he's, he's fucked in the head. He's an Alzheimer's-ridden patient. And Kamala Harris is <laughs> one of the dumbest people who ever lived. And the only reason that she got anywhere was affirmative action. Well, and, and giving blowjobs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got to pick that in there. <laughs> but in order to give the blowjobs, she had to go through affirmative action to get to where she was. She had to get. She needed affirmative action just to get on her knees. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> That's how dumb she is. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I should have written that for uh, Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't have said that. Oh, Garrick, no, Garrick, Garrick. Oh, we, that's below the dignity of the office. No, 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 Garrick, no, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, so uh, we'll see. I, it would be kind of funny if there never, like, Putin never has any intention at all of invading and it's just in Joe Biden's head. Like, he just made it up. I would like to think that, um, but I don't think there's much in his head, so. Well, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I, I know. It's uh, it's like one of those things. I can't believe we'd actually do anything. Yeah. So I, 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 I sort of, I don't know, I haven't paid any attention. But uh, Either that or this is only about Hunter Biden. He wants to keep getting paid from the Ukraine. That's probably so more likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to war so Hunter Biden can do coke. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> It's not like we couldn't foresee that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe says Hunter's the smartest guy he's ever met, so. Yeah. It's probably about right. <laughs> well, Garrick, our last topic before we sign off is the Clintons spying on the Trump campaign. We kind of knew this all along. We've had yeah. this Durham investigation that basically goes on without anything big, but we did have a recent uh, court filing in which uh, it's kind of right now uh, uh, in the open here with the Clinton campaign was not only spying on Trump uh, illegally, but they also did it when after he was elected president, which yeah, uh, I don't how did the Clintons able to do this when they're not actually in power, but um, they have James Comey I guess so, they must have a lot of people in their pocket yeah, I think they do. <laughs> I think they have a lot of people on the rolls. <laughs> That's what the Clinton Foundation's about. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> and just remember, Mitt Romney uh, went there to try to That's... appeal to people when he ran for president. <laughs> yeah, Mitt Romney saved the Olympics. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Without Mitt Romney, there would have been no 2002 Olympics. Oh, what a tragedy that would have been. Oh. <laughs> Well, I guess two parts here, Gert. Number one, do you have any more hope that Durham is going to come out with big indictments? Um, and number two, uh, does does the media ever pay attention to this? Because right now they're totally ignoring it, even though all this information coming out is basically refuting everything they said for four years by calling Trump a liar, when in reality Trump was right. He has, was being spied on. The only thing thing that I can think would cause the media to pay attention to this is if she ran for president again and they didn't want her to. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. Yeah. That's a fair Other point. than that, no, I can't. 
we're going to have to just wait for the Clintons to face their maker in order for judgment to ever happen. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, like, my feeling is Durham's not going to indict anyone. You're not going to indict Comey or Clapper or Brennan. No, uh, no. I would be great if he did, but... Yeah. I mean, the only way I think the media would cover it if he indicted one of those people, and I don't like to see that happening. So. No, some... Some loser will take the fall or whatever. Maybe yeah. not even then. Uh, but yeah, I mean, who was the fat ass that was the um, Justice Department guy under Trump? Bill Barr. Bill Barr, yeah. If Bill Barr, who was a total fraud, uh, allowed Durham to continue on with this, it's because he knew that nothing major was going to yeah. be done about it. Yeah. So. Protecting the establishment. Yep. That's too bad. Well, and so it goes. All right. Well, that's really all my topics that uh, we have to discuss today. What'd you think of the Super Bowl? I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I did too. It was competitive, and it went down to the fourth quarter, the last drive. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing outrageous. Yeah. The only well, the I don't even remember the last the, the last time the Rams had the ball, they were trying to score and the the referees kept throwing flags on the Bengals. Yeah, it was like two or three in a row. I think one of them was legit. One of them was not legit. Yeah. Um, but it is kind of funny. Like the Super Bowl, they don't call penalties, or the playoffs, they don't really call penalties. But the regular season, throw flags left and right. Yeah. Oh, you gotta let them play. It's the playoffs. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, if you do that, all the other games. <laughs> Is, isn't there just like isn't there the law and then everything else? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, really, I think the big story from the half t- uh, the uh, Super Bowl was the halftime show. Oh yeah. The, apparently, uh, folks thought that the uh, that Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre sounded great. Fifty Cent. Yeah, um, who looked a bit beefy. He did. Um, but, um, and then, you know, Eminem, who's like 50 years old and uh, is one of the wealthiest people in the world and uh, is still rapping about being very angry and being <laughs> downtrodden. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's difficult. It's his truth. No, there you go. And... Um, but you know, to say that these people sound still sound good, it's like, well, it's not like you know, you don't have to have a good voice to be a rapper. Right. A lot of rappers have terrible voices. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's kind of the beat and the lyrics, I guess. And yeah, and you know, no, I don't know anybody that actually can understand the lyrics. <laughs> well, I know Paul Hammer understands the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> he lives his own truth too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's not like you know Whitney Houston, who had an oh, amazing right. voice, and then toward the end of her life, she would sounded horrible. You know, right. that you notice. But um, right. right, yeah, apparently people liked that stuff. They they did. Um, yeah. They did enjoy it, it. Yeah, it was very much a generational thing because a lot of the boomers, uh, at least that I know. 
uh, were not very happy. One, one boomer said they would never buy Pepsi again because Pepsi was the sponsor of the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they'll see, they'll see Coca-Cola, you know, with <laughs> trying to sell <laughs> anal sex to people. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I'll go with RC Cola for now on. <laughs> get my own corn syrup and carbonated water. <laughs> Trust me, it's not worth boycotting anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, the boomers didn't like the lyrics. Uh, you know, they're not very family friendly to say the least. And uh, so, uh, anyway, you know, whatever. It was, I, I've never really been too impressed with a halftime show. The only one halftime show I really liked, I don't know if it was a Super Bowl or a Thanksgiving Day game, but it was Shania Twain. Oh, yeah, that she, would be nice. She did really well. I've enjoyed Shania. She's, uh, she's something. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a while. She's got to be up there now in age, but... Yeah, that's true. I'll take a look at her later. Yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... All right. Well, that's it from us. Tell us, know what you think, and we will see you all on the next episode.